0: On this episode, what's the best setup for a face to face interview? Welcome to season seven of PodCraft, and this is the frequently asked questions season. See, we get questions every single day via the website, social media, all sorts of different places. We thought it was about time we go through as many of them as we can. I'm Colin Gray, I'm joined by Matthew McLean, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you're asking. Take it away, Matthew.
1: So this question came in from Uzma and she was asking about face-to-face interviews. It's yeah. a it's a question we get a lot actually, so it's yeah. definitely worth it's- talking about. Uh, first thing to consider here, Colin, is is really like, are you going to be doing your face to face interviews in like a permanent or semi permanent studio or home environment? Yeah, yeah. Um, or are you thinking about uh, going out and getting interviews just as and when? So whether that's in a car, at an event, um, in a in a cafe or a pub. Uh, so you're probably looking at two kind of different setups here, aren't yeah,
0: you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I. I mean, if you're uh, if you have the luxury of having a, a regular place to record, then it's great because you can set up your room stands and you can have like really nice sort of it um, all arranged perfectly, so you can just turn up and just press record button, can't you? Otherwise, you're going to have to have something. I think the consideration there is that you can go a bit more complex, obviously, when you've got a permanent setup. Whereas you're kind of looking for something that's really easy and quick to set up if you're out at a pub or an event space or something like that all the time. Um, but then again, when you're out and about, there's two different methods too, isn't there? Like you might want to set up for a few hours and you actually still want the stands and things. Or, I mean, you just have like a really simple uh, digital recorder and you're just actually pointing it from person to person. Yeah. So, well, where, where do you want to start? Well, we start at um, uh, maybe out and about.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, so the out and about, I mean, my my own podcast, the audio drama production podcast for the last... Year or so. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've always, myself and my co host Robert, we've always got together and recorded in the car because <laughs> it, it suited us, you know, kind of half meeting at a, at a car park, a halfway Sur- point.
0: Surprisingly soundproofed uh as well. Yeah, a car's, like, as a as well. car's <laughs>
1: a good wee studio, apart from when there's uh, grass cutting going on outside. Oh, aye. But, um. You could just drive, though.
0: A movable studio. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so initially, yeah, we, we, we're using the old Zoom H two and mm-hmm. I had like a screw and handle for that mm-hmm. and I was basically, you know, we're sitting in the the passenger seat, the driver's yeah. seat, and I'm just passing this um mic back and forward yeah. like yeah. a like a television yeah. reporter. Yeah. So obvious uh, cons uh, f- from that were like I got a bit of a sore wrist <laughs> and uh, you know, sore wrist from sitting in a car with a guy for a couple of hours. Um <laughs> Yeah, you didn't tell your wife that. <laughs> and um what was I going to say there? You were and, going to say
0: it, it's hard to do. <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh, again, you've got the the mono track as well. Yeah. Uh, so you know you're both, or if you record, you're steady, both, the you're both channel, on the yeah. same channel basically, yeah. and. Um, that, you know, we wanted a better setup so we went down the route of, uh, we got the Zoom H5 Uh and a couple of lavalier mics that we tend to talk about quite a lot here at the podcast host, uh, the ATR 3350s, mm -hmm. Uh, we've got a review of them on the site as well, put a link to them in the show notes, so was able to get a couple of um, 35 mil to to quarter inch adapters, plugged them into the the Zoom H5 got audio on both channels and immediately it became a much better conversation because I didn't have to worry about you know the audio because it was all you know it was all uh, feeding into the recorder we could sit back we could move around a bit more and it it just it really improved our setup and it's a good sound quality too
0: Aye yeah I mean that's a really good setup isn't it it's not it's um, I mean the H5 is certainly a bit of an expensive piece of kit but it's so versatile isn't it you can use it in so many different places i mean we've got it sitting in front of us here we've got an h5 right in front of us which is recording this session so it's not just for out and about you can use it for studio recording too but yeah the the lavalier mics are just great because you kind of you forget they're there don't they they lead to a much more natural conversation and especially if you're talking about interviewing people who aren't particularly used to speaking on mic so folk that you know somebody in your industry they're not used to being interviewed they're not used to being on media uh, then you can put a you know you put a mic in front of them even if it's an h2 on a on a handle and they can just like they can totally freeze up like yeah. become really formal really like they feel like they have to speak all uh, like lawyer speak and just sort of use big words and make themselves look impressive whereas with a lav mic you stick it in the shirt and they just forget it's there and it becomes much more natural throughout the conversation so yeah it just leads to better content I think more better conversations
1: yeah and you don't have to do as much of the coaching about the mic technique you yeah. know repeatedly telling uh, them you know come away yes. a bit or come closer yeah, a bit or, or stop you know looking Away when you're answering a question, all that goes out the window. Yeah, right? like yeah. you say, it's it's just so much easier. Yeah. yeah um. So yeah. that setup, yeah, that's the um the ATR thirty three fifty lav mics running into the H five. But H5, most yeah. uh, most recorders will accommodate that. Ah,
0: you can use the like we talk about the Zoom recorders more than anything else, just because we like them. They're good. Um. And the Zoom H one is their basic one for about sixty quid, isn't it? Yeah. And we've done lav mic interviews with that using a splitter. So using something which uh, let you plug a few different mics into the one input Uh, and you can find we've got a lot of these setups shown on um, in our community actually in fanfishing so if you go to over to f-a-n-f-i-s-s-i-o-n dot com .com, fanfishing.com then you can get uh, full instructions on a lot of these setups over there Um, but yeah there's there's lots of different ways to do it from sort of a cheap bodgy way so with the H1 you only get it in one channel obviously like you were talking about don't you, Yeah, you'll get to split it out but yeah
1: the sound's not quite as good yeah, but with an
0: way. H5 you can have a lav mic in each channel, you can separate people out you can work on them much more, a lot more flexible in mm-hmm. how you work with that audio track um, yeah. I mean, the other, just quickly, the other option there is actually a similar one, H5 with two handheld mics. So if the downside, maybe one of the cons of the lav mics is that if you're, you're in a more noisy environment, they are relatively, omnidirectional yeah are, kind yeah. of <laughs> i know maybe technically they're not but uh, they do pick up a lot of background noise so if you're in a noisy environment it can be cannot produce the greatest sound so if you're at a conference for example maybe you want an h5 with two dynamic mics uh, like an sm58 which are really good at cutting out the background noise you can get them to hold the sm58 right up to their mouth you do the same and suddenly you have um really good interview quality but with a little bit of the background buzz but not too much and you can do that with an h5 as well because you can plug the uh, sort of pro version uh, xlr mics into that
1: yeah you've got you've got a trade-off there like you say you've got you know your lab mics are always omnidirectional they're going to pick up Environment When you plug a, a dynamic uh, directional mic in, the, the, the issue with dynamic mics going into these recorders mm. tends to be that your noise floor immediately raises. I think it's yeah. just because of the preamps, you know, yeah. power. Yeah. So again, you know, the, the, your priority is going to be to capture the vocals. So that's yeah. the better yeah. option, in yeah. my opinion, there than getting you know, a lower noise floor, but your background noise is so loud that you can't actually hear what somebody's saying. So you're sometimes going to have to make these decisions, aren't you? you, when you're not recording in an actual recording studio. Yeah, yeah
0: what about um in the studio then so that's probably i think they're the two that we would recommend for out and about isn't it you've either got your lav mics or if you really want to you can use some handheld mics or the basic you know just a digital recorder back and forth or a, a one microphone between two people as well uh so what about if you're in the studio like we are just now if you're watching the video then you can see that we've got two mics in front of us boom stands all set up the mixer in front of us this is a full kind of studio setup so what's uh do you want to talk us through this
1: yeah, well, in the studio here, we're um, we're running through the Yamaha MG10 mixer, so we've got our mics plugged into that, and the audio is coming out of the mixer into the, and I'm knocking the mic now into the uh, the Zoom <laughs> H5, the so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, this is the sort of setup that, you know, we, we have it set up all the time. You yeah, said earlier, yeah, we can yeah. come in here and just uh, switch everything on just and we're record. ready to go. But yeah. if your studio is maybe your kitchen table or a table in your bedroom or something like that, that yeah. also has different purposes, Colin, I think your old recording studio, is it not your, your son's bedroom <laughs> yeah. as well back yes. in the day? So. Can't leave the mic set up there. <laughs> <laughs> so. You've got uh, I mean, most people don't have the luxury of a, a permanent yeah, setup. Yeah. So, one of the, um, one of the best bits of kit, in my opinion, and I've, I've had one of these for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. is the, uh, the Focusrite Scarlet 2i2. Uh-huh. It's not actually a mixer. It's a little preamp, it's got two XLR inputs. Again, I'll put a link to this in the show notes. And, um, it's not uh, to be honest. I didn't get this for podcast recording. I got it for audio drama recording because I wanted to, when we were getting together recording our dramas, I wanted to have two actors being able to act together at the same time and record the audio straight into the computer. Yeah. yeah. And with this, uh, it gives you that capability. I was able to record two actors on two different channels, and it's a USB device so it plugs directly yeah. into your computer. Uh, these. These are famous for the, you know, they're, they're well priced and their sound quality. Is a lot better, I've heard, than you know your standard mixer of yeah. the same price. Obviously, same price, yeah. You, with a mixer, you're going to get a bit more flexibility if you also want to do things like uh, mix minus and things like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, recording yeah. online. Yeah. But if you're always just recording on person, the sound quality on this, if you're a bit of an audiophile, file, they are a bit better than mixers yeah. which are priced at, at the same level.
0: Aye. Although saying that, I mean, the, the MG10 I found this is the, one of the only mixers I've found in the kind of under two hundred quid. Uh, Range That actually gives a similar kind of quality Like the noise floor in this is brilliant I find um, but then it's not USB so it does add a bit of complications, it's uh, maybe less quality, it depends on your sound card and your computer when you're bringing in the sound into it um, or yeah there's there's all sorts of different factors but yeah the Focusrite is a great simple solution I think for a couple of mics and in fact for even more than that isn't it because they've got their bigger versions.
1: Yeah so you, you you get the 18i8, again we've got a review of this on the site yeah. so that's if you want to bring in uh, four people or you know it's got the capability to plug in some more mics as well yeah, yeah. Uh, so So you could get these USB devices that have, you know, eight or possibly more channels. Um, And if you've got something like Reaper or Adobe Audition, you could sit and record all these into their own independent channels. Yeah. Um, What about in terms of microphones? Because uh, what I've tended to use with the... um, with the, the Scarlett 2i2, is the SM58s mm-hmm. which are um, famously indestructible mics, yeah. very versatile, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know you get a you get a good uh, a really good sound quality with them. Again, you've got that issue of they are dynamic, and you do get that wee bit more noise floor underneath. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. recently, I, I went and bought uh, a couple of condenser mics, the AKG. C214s I think they're called <laughs> I um, can't remember the codes because yeah, yeah. uh, the, the names of mics always roll off the tongue don't yes. they <laughs> um, just numbers and letters Yeah. but um, these mics are, are really high end you know yeah. again it's, it's audio drama production I'm looking at here yeah. and I found that they're exceptional in the studio, but when I'm in my house, even though I've got a nice little sound-treated, what I would call studio, it's actually a cupboard. Yeah. Uh, if my wife's watching the, the TV like two rooms away with really low volume, these will still pick them up because yeah. Yeah. they're so sensitive. Yeah,
0: same with any condenser mic, isn't it? They've just got so much more sensitivity. I mean, this is, uh, that I'm using right now, is the MXL 990. And that is a, a condenser mic that I've found that actually it's got a good balance between giving you a bit more richness than a dynamic mic um, but not picking up a ridiculous amount of the background noise yeah. and I love this one because it's so it's quite good value as well I mean it's only £80 I think in the UK I think maybe about $100 US Um, And it's a great mic. So yeah, I mean, that's a good, I think it's a good option if you've got a room at home with a bit of treatment. So there's no uh, little reverb, little background noise, all that kind of stuff. You can get a really good quality out of the MXL 990. Two of them in the studio with a, a Focusrite 2i2 and suddenly you've got pretty pro level quality.
1: And of course, we can't uh, do this episode without mentioning our old friend the Samson Q2U. <laughs> of course, <laughs> um, one of our favourite mics. Definitely, I'm recording a one now. So the Q2U, yeah. if you're if you're not familiar with it. Uh, a handheld dynamic mic you could use it as a usb mic you could use yep. it as an xlr mic yeah. um it's got the cardioid pattern so it's going to reject uh, a lot of the background noise around you and they're just exceptional value i think like yeah. i checked yesterday i think they're, they're sitting at like 54 pounds at the moment yeah so, including a set
0: of headphones and a stand as well
1: yeah that's right so um, if you're on a budget, what I would say to somebody generally is go go with the the Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 and get two Samsung Q2Us. That's yeah. a, that's a brilliant setup if yeah. you want to record at home yeah. with two people. Yeah, and
0: both monitor with a wee headphone splitter. You can both uh, stand them up with the wee stands as well. So you've basically got a, a mobile studio. Yeah, straight away with that. And that is
1: and that is the sort of kit if you don't mind taking your your laptop with you that you can set up quite easily on yeah, location as yeah.
0: well. Simple as anything, yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay. Well, I think yeah, the Samsung QTU as a kind of budget one, maybe a, a digital recorder for on the go, uh, mixer or the Focusrite with some condenser mics for a more studio setup. We've it's covered way too much
1: here. It's <laughs> it's, it's also worth. Uh, as well as overwhelming the listener, it's worth (laughs) mentioning uh, the iRig stuff as well. You get a lot of good iRig stuff... You know, you get the oh, handheld mics. do you mean for mics. recording on a
0: mobile phone yeah, or a smartphone? Yeah, for recording yes. on your phone,
1: yeah. 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 Uh, again, I was looking on Amazon an iRig preamp. Mm-hmm. So you could actually plug this preamp into your iPhone mm-hmm. and plug in an XLR mic to that preamp. Uh-huh, okay. So yep. that's going to give you some options if you want to go down that route. And also we've talked about uh, lav mics, smart lavs, are yeah, also a very yep. good option. Yeah. Um, and it means if you're using your phone, you don't need as much gear on you do you
0: yeah yeah two road smart labs uh smart Lab pluses i should say the newer ones uh and there's a little adapter i think off to of my head it's called the nc6 road nc6 but if that's wrong you'll find it in the um on google if you just search for uh, road smart lab splitter i think it is and that lets you plug two smart labs into one phone and basically have the same setup we talked about earlier doesn't it yeah, for cheap as anything. So, yeah, that's about £95, I think, for the two Smart Labs and the Splitter. So that's actually a really good quality, quite good value setup.
1: So I suppose that's it. We've, uh, we've given you, hopefully, loads of options <laughs> there. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, get on uh, get on Amazon or wherever you shop and, yeah. and start having a look at some of this gear. And like I say, yeah. we, I will, uh, I'll add the links to everything we've mentioned we've reviewed most of it so i'll add that to the show notes notes, yeah
0: so you can go to uh, this is episode five isn't it yeah so this will be uh podcraft.net forward slash 705 so that's season seven episode five seven zero five And that's the question for this week Thanks again for listening Thanks again for spending some time with us I just want to say as well During the course of this season We're actually launching our new community which is called Fan Fishing. It's all about creating new fans for your podcast, really engaging with people, figuring out all the questions around podcasting, helping you to create a more engaging podcast and get it out every single week. So if you want to check out what we're doing there over at that community, um, from support to courses to live sessions to to university still teaching, then go over to podhost.me forward slash fans and you'll see the community there. So I hope to see you there. Please do check it out. And either way, we'll see you on the next one where we'll be answering another one of your questions. Of course, send them in as well. Send in any questions you have to info at We'll hopefully answer it soon. See you next time.